The flow is towing precision as an Afro trim. All big letters, but it isn't no acronym. Smack the thing, grin off a chin for crack smoking. Hello. DDT the first born, <laughs> the track back. Welcome to the balls. <laughs> the balls. The gutter balls, that is. <laughs> Is that our new slogan? Sorry, it's, our, it's the new intro I'm trying out. What do you think? I like it so far. I mean, it needs a little workshopping. I do think it needs a little workshopping, but it's it's uh, it's something. It's it's a what, good start. How about uh, welcome to the podcast that's hot as balls, gutter balls? Have you listened to your balls lately? <laughs> your gutter balls, that is. Get your balls on with the boys, boys and balls. You've heard of boys and berries. This ain't that. This ain't your grandfather's boys and berries. This is boys and balls and berries. Gutter balls and boys and berries. (laughs) It's time to polish your balls. And by that, I mean your testicles. And by that, I mean your scrotum. Because you're not actually going to go inside your body and polish one of your organs. What would the Jesus do? He'd polish his balls. There's a lot of ball polishing going on around here. That's the way we like it. We should get- just, you know, I think we get a lot more listeners if we just talked in this voice all the time. And only about balls. Welcome to the Ballcast. I... Don't think I can do this much more because I think it's destroying my throat. I'm but your my host. balls have never felt better. R- Ron Ball Johnson and my co-host, No Ball Johnson, <laughs> no apparently. Ball. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we lost it. It was there it. for Snow a little balls. while. <laughs> I got all confused with your No Ball Johnson talk because I was I was suddenly going into like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I was like, well, that's where Johnson? I was going to. Ronson, Johnson, Brad Dwayne the Snowball the Johnson, Ronson. Ron Noball Johnson. Wonder what he's been up to. Noball Johnson should go hang out with Four Ball Johnson. Between them. They'd have the appropriate number of balls. The average amount of balls would be two. <laughs> Unlike our friend Scott, who only has one. But now, it's one balls, giant ball. <laughs> I don't. Is it bigger? Did it like it when, when one of your one of your senses overcompensates? Yes. For a the lost sense, if you lose one ball, the other ball becomes their larger. Container. Speaking of balls, what is code? What is code? That's a good question. We were supposed to talk about that or something, weren't we? We were. I'm... I don't really want to talk about that anymore. Well, I... What? I'm well, supposed to look at it every week? It's there in the notes. What did Never... we... I don't remember where we got into that. We got into we that. We didn't had... get into it. You were just like, what is code? And I was like, what do you mean, like, code? Like, the stuff you tick, 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 tick in a computer? Or like code, like speaking in code, or like code shifting. You know, if you're with your boss, you, you're a different way than right. You are with your family. I your think friends. I was just thinking of like the code cryptography code. What is it? And I was thinking of uh, <laughs> cryptocurrency. 
Did you like say stinking? Elon Musk getting into the Ethereum game and some NFTs. That definitely Let's stinks. Let's raise of- some game stock prices, cause I'm Elon Musk. <laughs> what? Did I send you the? I sent you that, didn't I? I don't know. What was it? Well, it was Elon Musk based. It was just some stupid image. Is he um, such a dingling? I He's naked riding s- a giant lion or something. No, I don't know. I Fuck. I'm, no. There's so much. Or maybe you he know. sent it and it's somehow like, I, you know, the stream yeah. sometimes moves so quickly. And I, I every once in a while, I don't know. I don't really miss too much stuff in our stream. No, I don't think you missed it. Sometimes the stream like juts off in a different direction, then comes back around creating an oxbow. Right. You know, and then there's a little island there, which will mm-hmm. eventually get smaller and smaller until it's washed away. Could have been something like that. It could have been. But what is code? So this somehow, I can't, I feel like we didn't fucking talk about this on the show. All, we didn't. All you said was, what is code? It was one of your, like, what happened at the border of Pennsylvania, northern Pennsylvania and New York. I and mean, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I remember. About? It was, so what is code is this, like, article by... Paul Ford. Oh, I re- that's a name I haven't heard in a long yeah, time. I think that's it was it was something like that. What is code? I'm going to make sure I got long just the time. name of it right. What is code? This sounds like a 2012 article, honestly. Yeah, what is code? June 2015. All right. For bloomberg.com. And it was like a huge I think I identified it when we talked about it last if we did. I feel we didn't talk about this on the show. I feel like we're crossing the streams, but I must be wrong. Doesn't matter. Code. If we what did, is code? It, was it was this great thing, but five part of years it was ago how shit. the s the the like you know managers and stuff like he he weaves it like Paul Ford does into this you know narrative. So he's trying to explain what code is and the trickiness of code. Um, you know, trying to make the lay person understand it, and he weaves it into this tapestry of a narrative, also about like this this middle manager slash guy doing. You know, he needs like software built part of this business he's in. You know, works for a big company, and they hire these coders to do it, and he doesn't understand the coders, and the coders seem and like it was a very interesting. It was a fun article, but it was talking about how the coders like had this interesting life and the middle manager was stuck in like the dreariness I'm sorry I wasn't listening you brought it up man here here do, do you I you stopped following Paul Ford on Twitter like five years ago maybe right after this article came out or something yeah i don't remember why i got he, sick of his shit here is the here is the clip i was thinking of the excerpt several sentences where he's describing the the man this is the senior vice president talking about the guy who runs this like coding team that they need who In some mysterious way, he outranks you. Not within the company. Not in restaurant reservations. Not around lawyers. Still, he strokes his short build. Beard. 
<laughs> he strokes a short oh pill. Oh, God. This got steamy. He strokes his short beard. His hands are tanned. Careful. He hikes. His socks are embroidered with little ninja. Don't forget, he says. Plural, the plural ninja now, probably. Yes. Don't forget, he says. We've got to budget for apps. <laughs> this is real. A scrum master in ninja socks has come into your office and said, we've got to budget for apps. Should it all go pear-shaped, his career will be just fine. Now, should it all go pear-shaped? I know there's some meaning to that that I'm missing. That's a good question. I, I'm, it may be a reference to earlier a pear shape was described, but yeah, I don't know. Like if you turn a pear sideways and you look at like the revenue, like it goes down and then maybe a little blip back up and then it goes down, he'll still be fine because he's a middle manager, even if the company goes belly up, something like that. But well, maybe not. It's probably well, some. If the if things go pear shaped, which yeah. I think are, means they just go bad, things go sideways. Yeah, he as the manager in charge of budgets and stuff is going to be in trouble. Whereas the coding team will be just fine. Oh, the coding team will be fine, but yeah, he'll he'll get he'll be left holding the bag. Right, bag of balls, <laughs> bag of balls. Oh, some bag of balls. They have some pear shaped balls. Pear-shaped describes a situation that has gone awry, perhaps horribly so. A failed <laughs> bank robbery, for example, could be said to have, quote, gone pear-shaped, end quote. The origin for this use of the term is in dispute. Here's your bag of balls. Don't let the sack hit you on the way out the door. And I'm talking gutter balls. This sack has a bunch of MP3 files in it. I'm talking, these are non-fungible tokens, baby. <laughs> and somehow you thought this was going to be engaging <coughs> content? <coughs> oh, my God. You really are killing yourself with that. You better take it easy. I am. That voice got me that time. Well, it came up in our conversation. And it was very relevant to whatever we were talking about at the time. Oh, maybe, Extremely maybe, relevant. But maybe curly quotes. I don't quotes. remember what we were talking about. I don't know. the. Yeah, it's probably related to curly quotes. All sorts of things. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah, it's not engaging content. Revisiting stuff we promised to talk about is never a good idea. That being said, how about this bird skeleton? Bird skeleton. Right, right, right. So, as you know... <clears throat> We moved from, well, we moved from Pennsylvania to Florida. Then we moved from Florida back to Pennsylvania, specifically to Belfont. Yes, now, Belfont. Yeah, that's a nine-hour drive south or north on I-95. I mean, sure. Well, I mean, it's a proverbial mean? nine hours. Well, right. The well, Fountain of Wayne's. Not a, not, Yes. I'm just quoting the lyrics. It's right. more like a 21-hour. <laughs> yes. Like a it's trip. a lot. I mean, Depending on how many time, stops you make. Yes. I if mean, you wear diapers, you know. Yeah, that you need to make stops. Stops add up. If you're traveling with kids, you're making more stops. Yeah. It could it be upwards. It stands out at in infinity. More right. Right. Anywhere from 20 hours to, well, now 20. That's, well, eight, 18 and a half to 21.5 of actual driving. Now that was coming from Tampa area. If you're yeah. going Miami, that's you 
It's 21 hours. That's if you drive basically straight through. Only stop to get gas. Everybody runs in, grabs a Twinkie or some and some Slim Jims, and runs back out. Hit the road. It's 21 and a half hours. Um. <clears throat> anyway, Belfont live there now. Talk about bucolic small town splendor. Yeah, for sure. Especially on Curtin Street where we lived, it was like top of the hill, tree lined streets, just these like uh, Victorian era. <laughs> Victorian yeah. style architecture everywhere. Yeah. Historic, Beautiful houses. Historic town. Historic town. Yep. With its big spring festival. Um, yeah. Dappled sunlight. Uh, like It's like the opening of Blue Velvet. It is exactly like that. With more Victorian houses. More Victorian houses. Right. And, um, and the mountains aren't quite as big. But they're yeah. still beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, Halloween rolls around, and it's just, you know, filled with, you know, kids traipsing about, going door to yes. door. You, you wouldn't even have to go on more than one street. You go down one side of one street, back up the other side of another street. You've hit 50 houses, and you're done. Like, you couldn't even hold as much candy. Oh, and, oh, shit. So, <clears throat> you have to split the duties. One person has to stay at home. Yes. You know, hold down the fort. Yes. And then the other one has to go out and, you know, whatever, supervise the the candy acquisition mission. Now, <laughs> Belfont's far enough out away from the college, like, it's mostly older people. Right. Middle-aged to, you know, older than that. Not a lot of college-aged kids yes, in that You're completely town. free of the demographic zone of the, the college. Which is nice. Yes. There's not as much action, but, you know... It you has get, action in its own way. In its, its own, own way. like, non-college action. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated living there when I lived there. Oh, I did, too. I'm just saying, like, you know, if you're super into, like, football, there's none of that, like electricity in the air of a football weekend or yeah thon or whatever the blue white game any of that shit like you know it's got its own vibe it's much more chill but yeah there's sure there's some action the kind of action that's comforting and nice not like oh will i get puked on this weekend don't know let's find out will the will there be a giant fire in the middle of the street with mattresses and couches Will the National Guard be called in and spray people down? Hmm, probably not in Belfont. Although there were, <laughs> Jesus, there were. Pl- <laughs> One day, I'm I'm getting there. One day, you know, we would have this um, porch time. It could be a morning porch time, midday porch mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. afternoon porch time, evening por- porch time, nighttime yeah. porch time. Anytime's a good time for porch time. And so I think we were having morning porch time and my wife, you might know her name's Leslie. She was like the breadwinner at this time. I mean, I was making money, but I was just working from home with my clients, right? you know, doing my little video work and in graphics and stuff. So I was in charge of taking care of the kid. You might know her name's Jules, um, you know, but she would have nap times. So there's, there was time enough to, you know. Have some yeah. porch time. We go, we're out there. Um, I think it was my brother. You might know him. His name's David. 
because he was living with us. He got divorced. It's like, hey, I'm living with you now. Oh, okay. <laughs> we go out on the porch, and it's like, okay, this is, I don't fucking know, springtime, May, June, I don't know, August, somewhere in there. Somewhere, yeah. And it's like, the, my point is it's warm, like very warm. It's like, it's fucking snowing. <laughs> it's like, it's... it's <laughs> Snowing I mean, when it's warm? That's good. I I couldn't believe it either. It was like 75 <laughs> oh degrees. I can't. I, you're, oh, okay. Yeah. Blowing Continue. your fucking mind it. here. The rest. How do you think I felt? It's 75 degrees out, 80 degrees out, and it starts to fucking snow. It's like, what in the hell? But then as some <laughs> fell on us, we realized it was ash. <laughs> <laughs> a gigantic historical building. What the fuck was it? Oh, uh, yeah. Gamble Mill, Hofbrauhaus. What was it called? Um, what was the one it called? right down by the river. Yeah, that building was yeah. just on fire, and like the way the wind was blowing, it was just covering the entire town with its ashes. Like after a funeral, and you get the little packet of weirdly <laughs> dense ashes, and it's like I'm gonna spread them around. And it was like, well, I've been a part of this town forever. Where do you, where do I want my ashes spread? All over town. The problem was they were like cindery. They're cinders. They're floating cinders. So, right. like that shit can land on your roof and then start other fires. I was so paranoid about that because I, I think that had happened to other houses. And like, then like two months later. Some other building caught fire and burned the fuck down, but it was just like downwind enough of us that we didn't get all the ashes on our roof. Anyway, super fucked up. Old, yeah, like historic Victorian, beautiful right. town. Now that being said, all these houses are old as fuck. Yes. So, things like heating, plumbing, wiring. These are a little touchy. <clears throat> Shit, my phone's ringing. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, we're supposed I, to be recording now. Shit, I have to record. <clears throat> oh, I'm already here. Great. You, you, you what? Well, I was going to say the. Um, well, your you house know, wasn't as old. Your house was kind of newer. Yeah, my house was definitely. Yeah, I did not live in the Victorian section. My house was built in like 1949, I think. I have no idea when ours was built. I really don't. It was over a hundred years old, yeah, though. Had to definitely, be definitely, definitely over a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. We almost bought one of them. Well, I shouldn't say almost. We looked at. I'm going to say literally hundreds of houses. We did I mean, consider that one for a while. One which one? I don't know. The one I, we lived in? Not the one you lived in, but one probably very close to where you ended up living in. This was before you moved back to PA, but the house we bought in Belfont, we had a couple different ones we were considering, and one was a. Yeah, one of these old Victorians, but we ultimately didn't go with it for, I don't know, various dumb reasons. So you weren't considering, like, buying the house out from underneath us and kicking us out into the streets? No. I mean, not <laughs> would that have, I would have any problem didn't... doing that if I right. wanted to. But we just didn't live there at the time, we just didn't so live it wasn't there an at option. The time. Yeah. yeah. But underscoring your thing about, you know, these being old houses... Um, you know, I have the article here about when it burned down. Now, this was in 06. This was the Academy, not the Academy, the Bush 
house. Bush house, yes. Burned down. And now two the Academy, years earlier, the Academy had burned down. Right, right. Another right. historic giant. Like These are giant buildings. These are huge. Huge. Buildings from the early 1800s. I mean, it says here it was a 199-year-old building. And this was in 06. So, 1805. Jesus. But, um... It says, um, the fire broke out yesterday morning, and because the building was empty and without a fire alarm or sprinkler system, it may have been smoldering for up to an hour before anyone was alerted. Jesus. So, yeah. Didn't people live there? That's what's confusing me. I thought people did live there. I mean, there was... I thought it was like a refuge for like youths, troubled youths or something. Well, I think that was the one in 04 was that. And this one, I mean, I remember it. There was like a a bar in the well. Like you're talking about the Bush House now. Yeah, Bush House. Yeah, yeah. Academy, I think, had was like a for for youth, like a refuge, a yeah. sanctuary. Yeah. The historic building in 06, the Bush House, it did have a tavern in there. I've been, I was in there in the tavern, but it says the building was empty. So I guess that, like, as far as it being a hotel or something. It was not in operation that way at the time. I guess you'd need like papers and shit to actually have it as a hotel. You'd need like a sprinkler system and stuff. So I was papers, probably not operational as that. Just my papers, <laughs> business papers. Exactly. And, and what do you do, sir? I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because that was a hotel, and wasn't one of its claims to fame being like one of the first buildings that. Edison had wired or something. Something like that, yeah. And then it, <laughs> because of that. Right. The cause they, they were still using the original wiring. Right. Thomas Edison, yeah. With with like those, you know, those like <laughs> round like ceramic, white ceramic, and you yes. wrap the wire. Like what even is that? Well, Just again, to make it change direction? Talk about looking at, um, you know, houses and old houses we looked at a lot of houses. I think that's one of the reasons we may not have actually yeah. gone with that because it's like, oh, let's look at the basement. Oh, here's like the electrical quote unquote box. But it's really like, yeah, a bunch of these weird little ceramic knobs, which is yes. like metal wires coiled around. It's like, that's your electric system for this house. Right. No fuses even. Right. Not, not let alone a breaker box, not even fuses. It's like, just what, what? Just let it go. If something's fuck fucking up, it just you well, unplug it. If something starts to smoke, just touch one of the wires. You'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. You're you're wearing sneakers. The electricity is gonna know not to go into right. your hand. Use a soda can to just you know push the live wire away. Don't go down there. It knows. It just knows. Don't go down there. What about heating? The heating in the house we lived in was. When we lived there, at least, only, like, the bottom floor. Now, this house was had basement, first floor, second floor, third floor. It had four fucking floors in this house. I think about it a lot. It was kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, but, like, only the first floor would get marginally <laughs> warm-ish. Yeah. And I, I won't say warm. I'll say non-frigid. Yeah. And like we put plastic in the windows, all I the things. I remember that. I remember you And having... it just, 
oh, all that God. plastic, yeah. And it was so, and still, just, you couldn't get, the only time, and like, in especially in that part of Pennsylvania, it's only warm for like three months out of the year. And that's mm-hmm. being generous, right? right? July and August, those are warm, hot even, right. brutally hot sometimes. Yes. You have and the then, occasional warm day in June. Right, right. About half of June mm-hmm. and then maybe a week or two in September. That's the, the, the extent of the warmth there. The rest of the year is cold. Mm-hmm. And I consider 42 and like spitting rain. That's cold. I'm sorry. And that's yes. sometimes worse than like 24 and like dry. I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah, bad. So anyway, nine months of cold so the for the year that we lived there outside of the two and a half months in summertime the only times i was warm was when i took a shower we didn't want to use a lot of hot water because it cost money mm-hmm. so and i didn't go anywhere or do anything so i would only shower like every other day so every other day i got to be warm for like 10 minutes and it was glorious and it's because it ran by these it's so nice that I can't even remember what they're <laughs> called. Um, radiators, a steam-based, yes. steam-based radiators. There were like two radiators on the first floor, like two, and then a radiator in each bedroom, three of them on the second floor, and then two radiators on the third floor, which good fucking luck. And it's like, oh, it's very easy. If it's not working, you just need to take these little, little metal not even little like bullet shaped silver things off you unscrew it and you got to flush the system there's like water built up along the bottom of the fins of the radiator right so you just crank that shit as high as you can you take all these little silver things off and you wait till steam starts blowing out which i swear we did we did this waited and waited nothing happened it's like all right did it work i don't know no steam Screwed them all back on, waited, nothing. So we were just cold, fucking cold. And thankfully, it wasn't like, it was only like in the teens, I think, is the worst it got that winter. Like maybe it got down to 10 or something. But it wasn't like one of these winters where it was like, shit, you're going to have a week of like negative 18. Yeah. It was like, uh, you're going to have a week of 12s. Because otherwise, fucking right. pipes start bursting underground, which the year after we moved out, my brother stayed there at the house, and Flippy moved in with him. And the main water line coming into the house, because it got so fucking cold, just ruptured and broke. And since it's a rental property, like an old cranky-ass Betty, who was the quote-unquote landlord who lived 10 feet away right in the next house made them fix it themselves so they're out there like now think about the pipe is like two feet underground it's whatever negative 10 and now you gotta (laughs) you have to quote unquote dig your way down to this pipe so you can fix it now we've talked about ditch digging and how that might be nice for a day that's not nice for a day when it's negative 10 out no not at all just the general coldness and miserableness, you know, of the cold and of the ditch right. digging. But now you're not digging, you're chiseling, little by little. Like when I had to bury my parakeet, getting back, see, I'm coming around, back around to the birds. Okay, okay, yes, all right. 
were chiseling away now, and they had to go like two feet down to find the rupture. Hope you like find it the first time. Otherwise, you got to keep chiseling around to right. find it. Meanwhile, they have no water, <laughs> so at least that didn't happen when we had our three-year-old, because that would have been even more miserable than it was. To close out the heating part of it, though, they lived there, and like Flippus just took all the bullet-shaped things off and just let it go for a little bit longer than we did, and then the entire house was just fucking toasty. Too hot. Gotta be careful. It gets too hot. Right. (laughs) Instead of, like, being, like, the inside of a refrigerator. Yeah. I was like, (sighs) I spent nine months being cold as balls. You can be hot as balls and cold as balls. Yeah. It's, It's frustrating. It's like, what the fuck? We did that. Yeah, but like, you know, when you do things like that, that's, you know, I can relate to that. Because it's always like, oh, yeah, all you got to do is this. No matter what it is. Like, it's something with the car. You're, like, doing a renovation in a bathroom. You want to make the radio. It's supposed to be, you just unscrew a thing or go with a screwdriver, mess with a thing, do a little thing. And, like, you know, it never fucking works. That's my experience. Yeah. It's because I'm just dumb, probably, but, like... At I least guess. when it comes to these things, but like it never works, ever for me. Whenever there's anything like, oh, you got to fix something, you got to adjust something, do something. I'm like, oh my god, right? Or it doesn't work, and you fuck something up, and now right. you have a big problem on your hand. Now it's worse. Like, oh, and you then... took those little bullets off and left them off. You left them off too long. Now they'll never be heat. We need we a forty thousand dollar heat renovation. We didn't tell you to take them off and leave them off for that long, you yeah. dumb dumb. And then you got to call somebody, and then they're going to come in there, and now you have to be humiliated in front of the man who thinks that this is the easiest shit in <laughs> right. the world. Exactly. And oh, you're like, it's my fucking, fucking life story of just yeah, feeling home repair or anything bad. like that. Yeah. And like, I I. I feel like one time it has happened where it's like I look something up or ask somebody how to do something and like one time it worked as easily as it was right. supposed to and I would remember just being like looking around like holy fucking shit <laughs> it worked but I don't remember if it was like a car thing or like a home repair thing mm-hmm. or like maybe it was like could have been the first time I had to replace a toilet but that also came with its own set of horrors because a toilet isn't attached really that much no it's not it's It's surprising that it's not attached the the thing that you would want to be the most secure right (laughs) the most securely attached to the thing that takes all the things away is not really yeah, it just kind of like lets gravity, it just falls into a hole in essence. Yes, and the only thing keeping the bad things out of your home is beeswax. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. <laughs> is this 1792? What's going on? We're, we're, we're using beeswax to keep the shit from flowing into our homes. Yeah. Beeswax. Beeswax, Brad. I, I'm I'm with you. I've done it. I've messed with the beeswax ring several times in my life. That's another example of like, okay, this is going to be real easy. There's just two little wing nuts. Mm-hmm. You take them off. Take the toilet out. Now the toilet's heavy. You got to drain, get all the water out. Fine. Yeah. 
whatever, it's going to be heavy. So that's like, that's the worst part. Super easy. You're just, you're, <laughs> your wax ring is old. That's all. Now, then you're in there and you're like, what's poop and what's wax? There's a little bit of that going on as you like, you know, get it off of there. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's all stuck to the old iron and shit, literally. You you put it in a bag. The wax is sticking to the glove on your hand, yes. and it's like it. Oh, maybe you're using a little screwdriver to scrape off the residual because you want a nice clean seal. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. But when you live in a house where there's been so many people in and out of it that they keep putting new floors in the bathroom, that like the yeah. actual space of the bathroom is smaller. Yes. Like you have less space in your home now. Why? Because they put like six different floorings down. Right. So now not only is just like a one inch thick ring of beeswax keeping the shit from flowing into your home. Now that one inch ring, even though that's the tallest wax ring they sell, that's not enough. Reach the toilet. It doesn't span the gap. Yeah. So now... You got to get the one with the little, you know, rubber flange around it. Yes. And then you have to get an additional wax only ring. And now you got two wax rings, wax on wax. And it's like, well, the weight of the toilet theoretically is going to push down on that enough to create a seal Mm -hmm. that will keep the Mm -hmm. urine and shit from flowing into my home. Maybe. Is it tall enough? Should it extend half an inch above the floor? Should it be even with the floor? Does the toilet go... Must... Do I need a third wax ring? Why didn't I call a plumber? Because, again, I didn't want to feel bad about myself. Right. It's supposed to be the easiest thing in the world. Easiest thing in the world. In fact, we had a guy, because we redid this basement, and, like, our upstairs bathroom started leaking while they were here, like, finishing up. Before we had the carpet installed, thank God, and it like overflowed and there was some leakage in there and it came down and I was just like, oh my God. And I was like, I want to ask this guy to just go up. Can you please just (laughs) take care of my toilet for me too? But I Mm -hmm. just couldn't bring myself to do it. But I was kind of like hedging around like, because obviously they came up. They're like, something's leaking down. Like it's coming through the ceiling. I was like, oh, fuck. It's like, yep, okay, we got a, you know, containment leak here in the main bathroom. There's a Mm -hmm. hull breach. Fuck. It's like, yeah, well, it's probably just that, probably just the wax ring, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. At least that's easy to fix, you know? (laughs) Yeah, anybody can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. Anybody can do it. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's super easy, so, like... I couldn't bring myself to be like, since it's so easy, why don't you do it? Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. The, uh, yeah. God well, damn. I think the wax ring, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like the wax ring doesn't do a whole lot to keep the human waste out of your house. Well, it's gravity does a lot. Gravity. Of it. It's like, sure, but you it can't. falls from the toilet into the hole. Like, there's no room. F- there's, it's just like, yeah, it's just you just rel- it's like the guy electrocuting the can. It's like, look, gravity is going to make it fall straight down into the hole underneath the toilet. No, there's no force acting upon it to make it go side to side. It's not going to go anywhere. 
splashies. Unless, like, it's blacked up or something. It could get backed up, and there could be splashies. Like, you know, it doesn't fall cleanly down in a perfectly... Like, when you turn your water faucet on, and it's, like, just in a completely right. smooth cylinder, you know? It's splashing around. It's swirling a little bit. Like, that's why the wax ring is there, to prevent that. And also, like I said, if it gets backed up yes. below that, then... Or, but the wax ring isn't going to help you for too long. If you spill water on the floor, you overflow the toilet, maybe. Oh, yes. Or, oh, you know, Jesus. Like, it gets under there, but at least under. the wax ring keeps it from, like, going into everything, at least marginally. Maybe I'm wrong about that. No, no, it'll just go wherever. The wax ring would keep it from going into the drain. It keeps it from going, like, in between the... Like opening of the, let's say you have a linoleum floor or something, right? It keeps it from going between that linoleum and the pipe and just going into between, you know. Yeah. I mean, my, it, my, marginally. It's not just like a pure funnel. Like, oh, uh, the you just dropped like six gallons of water on the ground. Now all that six water is just flew, flew, flowed. It flew and it flowed. You know, flew is good. I'll allow yeah, it. It flew between the pipe and the wall and the floor. So now it's just in between everything in your house. It maybe only half a gallon went down there. Well, the that's not rain. how my house operates. And if you have a backup and you don't have caulk around the base of the toilet. Okay. Yeah. You're talking about your house now or your house in in in, in the Well, in my the, house now. Yeah. And and I think that's what happened because I don't have I, caulk around the base of my toilet. Well, when was the last time you had an overflow and, like, the floor had a bunch of water on it? In this house, possibly never. I've yeah, only new lived construction. here. For, it's new construction. But I have replaced the toilet. Dare I ask why you had to replace the toilet? How often toilet? have I replaced the toilet? In, in Maybe like, I never, well. In this house? Not in, in the now? current house. No, no, no. Oh, no. okay. I'm okay. thinking of other houses I've lived in. I have dealt with that. And now I'm thinking they were probably both in Belfont. I did the downstairs bathroom, and a couple years later, I did the upstairs one. I mean, that water is going to get... The wax ring isn't going to help with water on the floor. Let's it's put just it this the way. The wax ring does fucking nothing. It's... Uh, I didn't even bother putting one in the second time. <laughs> well, I mean... What it does is it's, you wouldn't want, like, okay, in your perfect world of, like, what, you flush the toilet and it goes down in a straight line, gravity, just in a straight, clean cylinder of filth, and it's fine. In in that perfect reality, you wouldn't need the wax ring, and you could have, like, a one or two inch gap between the bottom Mm -hmm. of the toilet and the pipe, the open pipe, you know? Because what? It's gravity. Just goes straight down. But you wouldn't want that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what happens to me a lot, too, is like, I'm always, and I say always, right? I'm talking about over the last 20 years. Also, there's an odor component to the wax ring. It blocks the odor from coming yes. back up. It blocks the, uh, yes, exactly. That's that's more of it. I think it blocks that, like, sewer gas stuff from, from going out from under the there. water in the toilet that. and then the wax ring. And that's, yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it. The, um. The, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, I'm always having to retighten the toilet down. Like it gets loose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's just cause I'm such a giant guy. I like loosen it. it. 
But so I'm always having to retighten it. By always, I mean once like every once six a months. year. Yeah. Maybe not even once. Sometimes once a year. Sometimes maybe once every <sighs> eighteen months. Somewhere between a year and eighteen months. I'm always like, you know. And it starts like it's almost imperceptibly loose. I can feel it, you but I'm like it's it. so small. I don't. I don't you, care. I'm not going to deal with it right now. I know that wax ring is down there, and there's yeah. only two little wing nuts holding this toilet. You know, which is more of just like a uh, psychological thing. Like here, just put these wing nuts and tighten them down. That it'll keep it from moving around too much. You can feel it moving. Yeah. Especially when you know that it's just a wax ring holding this in place. Because what if, like, the toilet gets shifted half an inch to the left? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And you're thinking about it every time you sit. And it's like, don't, don't like, rutch around too much on the toilet. I don't know why you'd be rutching around. Well, I mean, I can think of some reasons. But, you know, you want to be, you sit straight down, you get straight up. You don't go side to side. You don't want to be causing it to start moving around. Because then there could be a problem. So that's I, now I'm gonna have to go tighten all my toilets. Yeah, because that's all I'm thinking about. But you did have to replace a toilet one time, so you are familiar with the wax ring. Yeah, I may. I feel I don't know why I replaced the toilet. I know I I took the toilet out because I was putting a new floor in. Once you, t- <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> 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 How'd that work out? Not too well. I mean, I can't. I already went on my tirade against the simple things not working. Right. So this is a much bigger job, putting yeah. in like a tile floor in yes. a bathroom, cutting By the God. tiles, having oh. the little whatever the I don't wet know, saw, the wet yeah the wet saw, and you need like the some I don't know what is it the mortar the whatever to put whatever. it down in between yeah. the tile like you got the little cross shaped things you got to align them. them yeah those little space like yeah it was not am a I gonna get fancy and go diagonal fuck no <laughs> yeah I spent like several weekends working on this yeah and eventually yeah. I got so frustrated I was just like fuck it I'm being too much of a perfectionist yes I'm just putting it in yes. And it did not come out good at all. And then you get to the end of a wall and it's like, well, wait, there's only like one inch of space left. I should have split the difference so I didn't have like a half inch wide right. last piece of tile. That was dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I did it like not the tiles weren't. It wasn't so much that they were out of place on the plane of the floor, but like some of them were higher than others or like oh, not God. perfectly straight. Like there was a tilt to them. Like, you mm. know, the corner would be sticking up a little. It was come just on. disaster. Oh, come on. And I was just like, this is. And so then after two <laughs> weekends of working <laughs> on this, going crazy, cursing. Yes. Anger boiling like I've never had in my life. <laughs> I eventually say, fuck it. And uh, we hire a guy to do it. Oh, it was boy. like $300. It's done in three hours. It was done in three hours. He ripped out everything I did and put it back in. And it was done in three hours. <sighs> I was like, well, that's what I get for trying to, you know, stick my fucking... Nose in where it nose doesn't, in where it doesn't belong, man. Stick my balls in where they <laughs> shouldn't be. Keep your balls out of there. Keep yeah. them polished and clean. You don't want them tiling floors. Yeah, that's what I get for thinking I'm one of these dirty ball guys. We did the uh, same soft, thing. Soft ball guy tiled the floor, but we also tiled 
the inside of the shower. So now mm. take all of that, all the frustration. Yeah, now you're adding floor. gravity to it. All yeah, time. and now yeah. make it vertical. <laughs> For, fucking forget it. And and the ceiling. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Maybe not. I don't even remember now. Maybe not Jesus. Maybe not Jesus. Maybe not Jesus. <laughs> Jesus or not Jesus? You be the judge. Fuck! What a nightmare. And, and I still got these wires hanging out in my office. I just cleaned it all. I sent you some photos of that. It's yeah, yeah, glorious in here now again. Had to have my mommy, you might know her name's Gigi, come over and help me because I'm a middle-aged man who can't keep his own office clean. But I still got these wires dangling. And I looked at the instructions again, and I looked at how I wired it, and it seems good, except I didn't, again, I didn't attach the ground wire to the metal screw of the metal uh, box. I just attached the ground wire from the, you know, the feed to the mm-hmm. green ground wire of the actual fixture, the okay. light switch. Okay. Which seems like it should be enough, but I feel like those both need to get attached to the actual box to be grounded. I have... I, but now I'm, I'm just electrifying the metal box. Well, it's a ground wire. Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. Like in the instructions, it just says attach this wire to that wire. I did it. Well, it's like if this is only say, I this guess is only controlling one light, then that extra wire I was talking about, you don't need it. You just cap it off, which I did. I don't know. But again, well, if there's any electricians listening, <laughs> please. I'm sure you'll never listen again. So right. sorry. But if they are listening now, how would they help me out? Well, they would go to gutterballs.tv. What do they do there? They could click the contact link, send us a message, or, you know, find links to our Twitter and other social media accounts. You could send us a message there. Follow us. You can even use the little merch link. Go buy one of our commemorative mugs. Gutterballs commemorative mug number one. For sale now. Just got to go to gutterballs.tv slash merch. And uh, get yourself one. Give us a rating. Write a review. Please. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Tell your friends to listen. <laughs> Tell your parents to listen. Yeah. Tell your enemies to listen. I don't care. Tell your balls to listen. Right. Wire up your balls to this uh, podcast player. Right. Just use one. As long as you only wire one wire into your balls, you'll be fine. Should be fine. As long as you're wearing shoes. Mm-hmm. We came to help the people with their minds and their asses. They set trip and get a grip like Spalding. These walls are thin, feel genuine ball skin.